back for another episode of the Fourth Quarter Reporter. Ant is back again after missing a week. We took a week off for the holiday, I guess you could say, although I think we were all just too drunk to do anything last week. But uh, we're back, and I'm not going to lie. I feel like a lot more happened this week than last anyway. We had a pretty busy week in sports, basketball, base, uh, basketball, hockey, playoffs. Baseball, the Yankees and Mets still somehow staying afloat, winning the league, and uh, a lot of other shit going on. So right off the bat, though, we'll talk about the Rangers. And, John, you called it. I was not too sure, but you, you said it, and the Rangers are still alive, and they're up in the Series 2-1 against Tampa. I mean, listen, they, they rolled through those first two series, seven games each. And then yeah. here you go. Give Tampa their first two losses that they haven't seen in what is it, two years? Yeah. And they haven't, won, I mean, they haven't lost back to back playoff games since 2019. 19, right? Eight, yeah. 18 straight times they were able to come back. Yep. I mean, they look great. I mean, they did choke in the last 40 seconds, but. Of, of uh, yesterday's game, but, I mean, they're still looking good. Like I said before, when we were talking, they – the Rangers were absolutely outplayed in every single aspect of that game. Everything. We were outshot by almost 20 shots. If it wasn't for Igor standing on his head, the game would have been a lot worse. And I think that goes mm-hmm. for, honestly, all three games. But in the first two games, you can honestly say the Rangers were the better team. And yes. The funny thing is, is this is the first time we've lost to Tampa the entire season. We were 3-0 in the regular season, and then we beat them in the first two games. So everybody's talking big game for Tampa, which, I mean, obviously, you're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. It's no walk in the park. So you're obviously going to be projected as the better team, the team that the guys you basically have to get by. And the fact that the Rangers weren't supposed to be here in the first place. You know, we're playing with house money at this point. So, I mean. That's what makes it more interesting. Right. And it's like they, they have nothing to lose. Even if – and I talked to a couple other guys, and they even said, you know, if we had come out here and gotten swept by Tampa, honestly, I'd still say successful season, great season. You know, it's – we weren't supposed to be here. <laughs> we weren't even supposed to get out of the first round, let alone being down 3-1. We weren't supposed to win anything to begin with. So – Is this the, the manager or coach, whatever they call a hockey guy, the first year? Because I know Quinn, what did yes. Quinn get fired two years ago or last year? No, I think it was last year. This is his first year. And yeah, he went this far already. Yeah, dude, Chris Drury actually put a decent team together. You know, the new GM, and we're young, very young. Like we're a lot younger than anybody else that's still left in the playoffs. But even to begin the playoffs, you know, the kid line that they call it is just impeccable, dude. They're 21, 22, 23 years old. That's crazy. That's like half John's age. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You know, it's fucking – these guys are balling out. They have, they have nothing to lose. That's the best part. You know, they weren't supposed to be here. So, like I said, it's house money. They're, they're living it up, and they're – you can tell they're having fun. Yeah, yeah but tough. not only that, it's, was tough. being that they're so young, this is something that, you know, you're looking towards the future now. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, this could be the next, you know, five, six years. Maybe maybe they have a new Tampa Bay. You know what I'm and saying? You know, the, the fun, and the thing <clears> is, being that they're so young, a lot of these guys ain't making much money. Which means the Rangers are going to have some room to possibly bring in another, you know, big guy, big name. You know, you lock up Fox long term last year. You already have Panera, and that's under contract for a couple more years. You're going to have to pay Kreider and Zabanajad, of course, at some point. But a lot of these guys are young. You know, we're going to have Igor for the next twenty years. So you don't got to worry about a goalie. Yep. You yeah. know, 
I mean, you're going to get a couple big names that possibly are going to want to come and play here, which is a good thing, you know. This is... and, and I'm sure you guys are excited because the last time the Rangers won, you guys were in diapers. I mean. I wasn't even born. Oh, no, I was a month old. I was a month old when they were born. Yeah. I remember that. I wish I could remember that. I'm telling you, I wish, dude. And the, you know, the funny thing is, is the Rangers have always been looked at as like this prestigious team in New York, you know, 1926, the war, you know, and they've only won one Stanley Cup. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they won in 40, 43, I think it was. But I mean, that's, that's not modern day, you know. Was it 40? Let's say it's not modern day anyway. So we basically won one Stanley Cup in 94. And you're looking at it, that's 28 years ago still. You know, we've only been back to one yeah. Stanley Cup since. And that was in 15 when we lost to the Kings, which again had no business being there. You know, but I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I counted us out against Carolina. I said, there's no way we can go into Carolina and win game seven in Carolina. There's no way. I turned around. I said, there's no way we're going to take the first two games in Tampa Bay. So, you know, maybe I'm going to keep saying it. The Rangers aren't going to beat Tampa. Maybe it's working. <laughs> maybe it's working. But there you go. It. Yeah. It's reverse right. juju. Right. Exactly. Dude, that's why I can't put, I can't put money on my teams. It's, it's bad juju. I always do. No, nah, I can't do it. They never can't do win it. when I do. Juju. Every you time I do money. it, they always <clears throat> screw up. So, yep. I, I just stopped. See, I feel like if you're putting money on your own team and then they do bad, now you're just hurt twice. Yeah. <laughs> I just stopped putting money on everything because I never win anyways. That's true. Yeah, actually, I took a, I took a lot of time off from betting. Probably don't have any money. Yeah, but, that too. That's yeah. Like my biggest feature of it. But that's that's another argument in itself. But, no, dude, the Rangers are – I mean, we said this last week. I know, Ant, you weren't here. Two weeks ago, Ant, you weren't here. But we said it week after week. When New York sports is winning, it's good for the league, for all leagues. You know? Fucking – Rangers are in this, you know, conference final. And Mets we were, game. We, you were watching the game yesterday the, in Tampa. The crowd was weak, man. You go to the, the garden would have been going nuts. The jungle. Oh. Dude, it's been rocking. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking, man. Yeah, Tampa it's unbelievable. Dude, 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 they were getting crazy Ranger. there. Yeah, they were getting Ranger chants going in Tampa. I know. It's it's not the same. It's No, you know the thing? That's just that's Rangers hockey, man. That's the best yeah. part. It doesn't help that down in Tampa, you have so many New Yorkers. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Does and not we're help. All, we're a lot louder. Yeah. Dude, I can't – I'm telling you, like, to come play – and this even goes for basketball, like when the Knicks do relatively somewhat okay. The Garden rocks. It's yeah. electric. And it's – and guys have said, like, you know, from opposing teams, like, playing in the Garden is not an easy feat. Forget about it, especially in, especially hockey. I mean, let's be honest. Hockey definitely gets more rowdy than basketball. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's not an easy place to play. But, Listen, it's the, it's the greatest sports arena yep. in the world, they say. It's, a, it's the world's I mean, famous they, arena. Exactly. And it doesn't even matter whether it's basketball, hockey. It, listen, boxing. How many bo- yeah. how many great boxing matches happen there? The yeah. greatest. Muhammad Ali. Exactly. Yep. Dude, There's just so you. much shit that goes on there. That's just It's just phenomenal. And the, you know the it's best sports. thing is too, it's not it's not it doesn't have to even be playoffs. Just no. if you go to a hockey game, it's fucking it's electric. Like I said, you know, I can't oh, yeah. say it enough. Rock. But now you're in the playoffs and now you're in the East Conference Finals against Tampa, who we fucking hate. Yeah. Because we got payback against them. And this is the time to do it, man. And I'm telling you, even just watching on TV, like chick gives me chills watching the arena go nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I, kept, I watched the video. 
uh, game seven when Panera had the game winner against Pittsburgh. I think I watched his game winning goal like 30 times. I just couldn't stop watching it because I'm like, this is it's just you see the crowds like in it and then he hits it and it just erupts. It's amazing. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, listen, the Rangers keep winning. It's, it's, I just hate Tampa too. I hate them. Yeah. I hate the Rays. I hate everything hate about Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> I hate it. Yep. I, I hate them more than the Red Sox. I just hate Tampa. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know about, about that. I just I hate them. Been oh, it's actually funny you say that because I've actually heard recently that Tampa has kind of become more of a rivalry to the Yankees than Boston has. It has. I, I have no Boston sucks right now. They don't yeah. scare me. Well, that's yeah, that's the whole thing. Well, still, like, who do you hate more now? Like on a given week, who do you hate? Boston or Tampa? Yeah. It's Tampa. I hate, I hate Houston. I still hate Boston. Anything. Houston, I hate. Well, Boston. yeah, but in in Versus division Boston, terms, yeah, like I hate. Tampa's not even close. I just I can't. I hate Tampa in all sports. Just something about them. Yeah, it's not like there's like superstars beating you. They're guys I'd barely heard of that just play really good when they play the Yankees and kill us in the playoffs. Yeah, true. Drives me crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, and you know the other thing that's also aggravating is we should be up three zero right now. We outplayed Tampa in the first two games. They completely outplayed us in this third game, but Tampa's getting away with a lot of dirty shit. A lot of dirty shit. They are not getting every call that they could possibly want. The Rangers couldn't get shit. Came get a pot to piss in. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, we had the four minute power play, and then that got fucked up. Yeah, but it, but it's it's for ticky tack shit. I know. That first penalty against Reeves in the first period, that was ridiculous. Flop. Oh, my God. Like, come on now. It's the playoffs. I understand you want to keep it clean. You know, that's how hockey is. You don't see fists being thrown. But come on now. That's ridiculous. To give them a two-minute, that's stupid. But that's how the Rangers are. That's how New York sports is. All umpires, referees hate, hate, hate New York sports in every league. Because it's our fault. Yep. We're too loud. It's clockwork. <laughs> Every year. You know it. You know the refs are going to fucking kill us somehow in a way. And they're doing it. They've been doing it all playoffs. We've had like six disallowed goals. You don't see that. No. But it'll never change. No. That's for fucking sure. Mm-hmm. And speaking of refs, to kind of transition here into basketball, um, <clears throat> Draymond Green has a hell of a ride with the referees. On a regular basis, man. I tried to pull Jalen Brown's pants down. I heard. I heard that he didn't get – I didn't watch the game last night, but I heard that there was a lot of controversy whether or not it should have been a a, a double tech. They were going after him. They always do. They were trying to get him riled up, and he was riled up every time going nuts that they just didn't call the tech. Yeah. Which is – listen, I think if that's a regular game, it's a double tech. Yeah, double tech out. Right. You're you're in the finals, and he's already has one tech. There's no way you can throw a tech on that. But that then rolls into the fact of where's the consistency with these refs? You know, yeah. can't be a tech oh, well, one way and tech not the other. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it is nice to swallow your whistle. You don't go there. Yeah, for, but I mean, he literally pulled the guy's pants down almost. You gotta be consistent. That's the biggest thing. That's the most important thing. It's consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because you I, listen, like, and I, I've listened to ESPN Radio almost all day, and they keep saying like, Draymond Green is the most important player on the Warriors. Hundred percent. Not the best, but the most important. And think about it. Look what happened 
Uh, what was it? Um, against Cleveland, Cleveland when they were up three one, and then Draymond missed the game, and look what happens: the whole momentum shifts. Yeah, Kevin mm-hmm. Love thanks Draymond for that ring. Yep. Yeah. They had no business winning that ring, and because Draymond, not to say that that was the only reason, they obviously blew that series. But Draymond going down for a game—that's a big deal, due to technicals. You know, that dude gets fired up, man. Though that's a guy yeah. you want on your team. Yeah, dude, it's got plays a passion. He don't care what the refs say. I heard his. Uh, he had a interview after the game last night, and they were like, you know, you said that the refs kind of, you know, they they treat you differently. He goes, yeah. Well, he's like, I'm not going to say they treat me differently, but they do treat me differently. But that's okay because I warranted, you know. He's like, I bring it upon myself. It's like, hey, listen, dude, he plays ball and he plays hard. He plays with passion. That's what basketball yeah. should be. It's like he he's like a mini Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he is. That's fair. You know, Smart yeah. Plug. Yep. He gets fired you up, know? man. It's fun. To, it's fun to watch at times. You when someone gives a shit about what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Get you fired. I mean, that's you a, see yeah. Draymond screaming, pounding his chest. It's like, all right. Yeah. That's how the worm was. He was yeah. just like that. I mean, he had some other issues going on, but when he was on the court. <laughs> he had a lot more issues going you know, on. <laughs> yeah, but when he was on the court, he was like a totally different person. Yeah. And he was just he was just electric. Yeah, Dennis Rodman disappeared for a week. Yeah. Yeah, went to Vegas. Vegas. yeah, yeah it was Vegas. three days. He was gone. Yeah, he went to yeah. Vegas. And Phil Jackson's uh-huh. like, yeah, let him do it. Let him do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just one of those guys. He'd just rather just let him do what he wants than be on the wrong side of him. Pretty much. kind of that guy, too. Yeah. You don't want to be on the wrong side. You just want to be on Listen, side. he gets everyone fired up. Everyone yeah. gets behind him then. He's more but responsible. And they all though. stop just fucking yeah, balling. Dude, sure. to throw down. What Curry throw down? 63 last night? I don't know. I thought I saw a number of 63. No, no. He had 29. 29. Oh, all right. My bad. Close. They had... They had a yeah. <laughs> it was just they played great defense. I think the Celtics. You're probably getting 63 confused. I think the Celtics had going into the fourth quarter. They only scored okay. 63 points for the game, or something like that. Or that might have been their final score. That's then that's that good game. defense. I guess where that defense tries from. Yeah, starts from one. one. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I, like he again. He's probably the most important because I, I mean, like he doesn't really score many points. You know, he. He gets your steals, he gets blocks, gets all this other stuff. You know, he may have if he hits ten points, that's like a phenomenal night. Yeah, but dude, wise. the guy on defense is ridiculous. I was gonna—he's a distraction to the yep. other players. That's yep. what it is. Yep. And and he's so good. His—he's been playing with them so long. He just knows where yeah. Steph Curry's gonna be. The way he mm-hmm. sets screens and just bounces, leaves the ball for him. He gets a lot of hockey assists. So yeah, he won't get that's the assists, but he'll give the assists to the assists. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's all over the court. He's everywhere. He does the ugly stuff. He does what yeah. you want to do. He'll guard the team's best player. Like, look at what they did. Tatum, the first game, did nothing. The second game, he had a better game. Of course, he's a phenomenal player, but right. he stopped him game one. <clears throat> Listen, I mean, just the fact of where Golden State was two years ago, you know, you have Clay going down with back-to-back injuries, which, to be honest, there's not many guys that will come back from that. But the fact that they have, and Curry last year was, you know, injury riddled for almost the whole year. And look at them back in the finals, and they're hitting on all the cylinders. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. they should have moved through they from a 20, 2020. They had the second pick in the draft. They drafted Wiseman, who's not even yeah. playing. Yeah. They've been in the finals six of the last eight years. Yeah. Yeah. 
If that's not a dynasty, I don't know what is. I know. Well, not, yeah, no. And not only that, Thompson comes back still with the same team all intact, yep. basically. And not only yep. that, you they, they lost one of the best players in the NBA. One of the best yeah. players yeah. ever, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Yep. That just goes to show you, Kevin Durant, ain't, he wasn't carrying that team. No. No. The funny thing was is they weren't even better with them. They had that 73-win season the season before, which yeah. when they were up 3-1 and they lost to Cleveland. But the fact that you added KD, and I mean, look, obviously, you're not going to repeat a 73-9 season. Like, that's unheard no, of, obviously. No. But the fact that they got worse is just kind of comical, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, when you said, like, wow, you added the, the best player, you guys probably went undefeated. And they're like, no, we actually got worse. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hopping on the coattails. That's yeah. what KD did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, can't you know beat what? him, join him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's pretty much. Exactly what he did. That's why everybody goes to Tampa Bay now with the Bucks. I know. Yeah, yeah, dude, they're fucking locking up everybody. Unbelievable. The o- Odell's still a free agent, right? Yeah, he's gonna I think he ends up in Green Bay. You think? I think, so. I think it's too cold. Especially yeah, but that's that's the thing. Yeah, he, it is too setting. cold. I would have seen him going back to L.A., but uh, not with Allen Robinson there now. I wouldn't be shocked if he went back to Cleveland. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because Jarvis is out of there. Jarvis, I heard. Depends on it, a lot. Depends on what happens with Watson, though. I like how we just yeah. switch from basketball to football. So because I, I love football. Oh <laughs> uh, well, but we can't get too much on basketball right now. No. On basketball, um, a lot of news is swirling around again about this whole Donovan Mitchell thing, and and obviously you're bigger into basketball. And I was listening to Barton Hahn before with Johnny Bryant. They're talking about. Well, I, I don't remember. I don't know who they were talking to at the time. But when to trade for Donovan Mitchell, would you sell the farm for it? At what point is it too much? I would sell. The problem is, is he was on a great team. He's on a great team. They haven't done anything. Right, so it's not like they're everyone saying he can't carry the team to the promised land. It's just he's never been happy there. I feel like mm-hmm. when someone offers you that, much well, it's him and Gobert. That's the problem. Yeah, and there, no one can get along with Gobert. Right, I would give up draft pick galore for him. I wouldn't risk RJ. I wouldn't risk Obi. I would give up quickly. See now, do you think you could sell two first rounders quickly? Send our two rooks from last year and Randall. I would do two firsts quickly, Randall, just to make the money work. Yeah, and I wouldn't. But is that enough for it? If it's not Utah's eyes, then they got to figure it out. If he wants to come to the Knicks, but it's I don't want it to be like another Carmelo Anthony situation where Carmelo Anthony wanted to come here so bad, we forced a trade, we made it happen, but we gave up all the team for it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and then you had nothing to surround them. Yeah, and we kneecapped ourselves for. But trying to compete, which we still yeah. competed. We won a playoff series, which we, Carmelo, in my opinion, deserves a statue just for winning yeah. a playoff series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you also got to remember, we also have Fournier and we still have Kemba. You could do the two of them and Randall. Yeah, I would do that. Easier money. Easier money for them. I like Fournier. He's a very nice player, but to get you're going to have to send the picks, though. Bye. I, I don't care about the. I don't care about picks. Well, I mean, in regards to obviously everybody keeps saying, like, oh, you have to build through the draft, build through this. If we're getting Donovan Mitchell, we don't need those picks. Somebody else is going to play. I was going to say, it doesn't them. matter. They waste Somebody's their picks gonna anyway. Somebody's going to come and play. If true. they're going to, but remember I mentioned in the podcast a couple months ago, Jay Nivey? 
They're making yeah. a move for him. Yeah, I saw that. I've been hearing the rumors. But the yep. thing, the problem is the Jazz are probably going to end up keeping – he's got three years left on his contract. It's hard to force your way out of somewhere when you're there that long. Well, like, but that's – well, I, I agree. But then you look at the point of Utah's not just going to let him burn on the bench, you know. Trade him so you can get for him. Because apparently the Knicks and the Heat are supposed to be the presented front runners. Talk and Miami's got a lot of ammo to give. A lot. Yeah, yeah they got you Donis Haslam. It's- Dude, you got <laughs> Duncan Robinson. You got and Duncan Robinson, you know, Tyler Hero. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you can send these guys. They're Oladipo. bench players. Oladipo. 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 Unless you – I mean, you could also send uh, – what's his face? Um, Max Strauss. Any no, of those guys. No, oh, Kyle Larry. Send him yeah, too. him too. You know, I mean – Listen, uh, and Barnham was saying this before. You're gonna let Pat Riley beat the Knicks again on a high market signing. Did the same thing with LeBron. LeBron was set to come to New York, and he swept him right out from under the Knicks' nose. It's just, you. I don't feel like Donovan Mitchell would get us over the hump. It'd be an All Star. We're due for one, but I wouldn't give up. Like RJ Barrett's untouchable, in my opinion. I would not give him. Up. I agree. Him and Obi, I think right. they're untouchable. If they could somehow finagle it where they don't lose a lot in draft and they get Ivy, and then you somehow just get rid of Randall, I don't care how they do it. Just eat the money and get rid of him because I just kind of think he's not meant for this team. It's a young team. You let the young guys in the locker room own it themselves and do it. Now, is he a point guard? Ivy will be your point guard. He is. Okay. And he will push the tempo. He's a good defender. Yeah. But the, what's going to happen with Utah, I'm going to tell you right now, Johnny Bryant's one of the assistant coaches on the Knicks. Very close. Yeah, I coach. heard about this. Oh, They're yes, that's what that's, they were saying. They're going to yeah. sign him to coach. And then the whole coaching staff will be Tibbs guys. So yeah. Tibbs will own this team coaching, which I don't – I'm on the fence with Tibbs, but he's been there. He's won rings as an assistant, so – See, I like Tibbs, but now that Quinn Snyder is no longer would, coach of the Jazz, I would, I would love that. I would Quinn take Snyder. Quinn Snyder in a heartbeat. Uh, but they're not going to – Tibbs and Leon Rose are good friends. It's not going to yeah. get rid of them. That, and they already put their, their eggs in his basket. You know, know. Before the season ended, they said, no, he's our guy. Listen, I like Tibbs. I really do. I do too. But if this was two years ago, I would be I, – I'd give up, you know, things. <laughs> to get Quinn Snyder here as the coach, but I know, but you 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 can't just keep with the three years, fire a coach, give Tibbs mm-hmm. another two years. You, you gotta know. give him time. But I think Randall I think Randall has to go. And it hurts me to say it, but you know what the issue was well that was I think the biggest thing last year is it was Randall. You know, the it, it didn't click, and that's the problem. There was no chemistry with the team. We had such a young team, but couldn't do anything. And it's like the second they start clicking. The tempo's going. They he was great that he got paid, and then he just body language right. just went. He didn't he would walk up the court. And when you see when he's not on the court, and quickly he's not the best point guard, he's not even really a point guard, he's more of a shooting guard in a point guard's body. Yeah. But when that Obi Toppin's running the court, going alley oops, it's yeah. that's what we need. We need it's fast fun. tempo. The league yeah. is temp fast paced now. You gotta yep. play. And Julius Julius Randle's a black hole. It's I'll give it's, you a lot. But you know what it, the the thing is is do so now here all right now we're going into year three, right? We saw one year of Julius Randle, who was an all-star. 
Then we had a year of Julius Randle who looked like um, he just picked up a basketball and he came out of the G League. So now what are we going to get in year three? You know, are we going to get that all-star player? So now it's like, do you want to trade him away and hope that that doesn't happen? I mean, I regardless, I think it's still a cancer to the locker room. But, you know, if we could get Randall from two years ago, this team would be really good. They'd be incredible. Yeah. I was looking at it. They had a chart. I forgot what I saw it on, but there was a chart of, like, isolation to shot quality or something like that. And Julius Randall was, like, plummeted at the bottom. Yeah. Of just t- isoing out and just taking horrible shots. And that's all he does. I know. He's like the younger LeBron. He'll take the ball, and then when Susan gets down to like four seconds, he'll pass it off. And he's like, he's oh, yeah, I can't make the shot. Right. And it's like, what are you doing? And you're not going to not play him. You're paying him, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, mm-hmm. so I think if – I think the the worst thing – so, all right, so put it this way. let's They want to move up in the draft. Do you couple next year's one with – Randall and maybe a Mitchell Robinson. I like Mitch. Like so do I, but they're gonna want to bring in somebody who's less injury prone, a bigger, bigger name number five. Yeah, it just it depends the team. You know, it's a team to team thing. What do we have? Eleven. We have eleven. Eleven or eight? What pick? No, we no, I think it's double digits. I think it's eleven. Yeah. Um, We'd have to I get mean, the top four. Top five. Yeah, and that's going to be tough. Well, I'd say that's going to be tough, but you do have some teams there that just had down seasons, so they may not be looking for as much. Um, but it could all, you could also look at it as, like, find a team that's trying to unload, you know? Yeah. Maybe find a team that's looking to, yeah, you know, they can slide back a little bit, maybe get some capital, unload a, a contract or something, you know. Unless we do some type of mega deal. Where somehow we get like a three team. Yeah, we get team. we send Randall to the Lakers. We take Russ and a couple picks. They're not we trading those... Russ. I want Russ. They already said they're not trading <laughs> Russ. <laughs> but say uh so that's off the board. Then some way we'd have to couple Randall to a competitor for their pick and then send that pick over for like it's like a future pick though. We have yeah. to do something like that. Bro, I hate how basketball it's like you'll be you'll be trading a pick like five years from now. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you can't trade the, two years in a row, so you got to trade a 2025 and a 2027. You can't do 25, 26. Yeah. Like, yo, if I want to sell my farm, let me sell my farm. Yeah, but look at – I mean, good things can happen from that, though. Look what happened with the Celtics. They turned all those picks into – They turned it into Marcus Smart, Tatum, and Brown, the picks yeah. they got from the Nets. They robbed him blind for old-ass Paul Pierce and Garnett. At the time, you were like, wow, what a wow, trade for yeah. the Nets. <laughs> And now you're like, wow, what a fucking trade for Boston. I know. The Nets do it all the time, man. Yeah. Durant, Kyrie just rotting there. They're gone, too. The basketball's going to have a lot's going to happen. Can I make a bold prediction here? Bold, make it. I don't think Kyrie or KD win another ring. I don't think they – I think they just want to play basketball. They don't, yeah. They're not competitive. They don't have that fire. I mean – Kyrie I, and KD don't play together. That's the <laughs> thing. They're not going to play together again, I don't think. No, you don't make – You think one of them leaves this year? Pleasure. I, uh, I think, I think Kyrie's gone. Kyrie first. If I think oh, is there an option in his contract anyway? They both have yeah. one. They, oh, do Kyrie they? and Durant both have one. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, I just – I don't see them winning a title at And all. then Ed, Ben Simmons' ego in that locker room? Forget about it. Oh, I keep forgetting he's there. It's a disaster. Oh, God. I know. If he even plays still. That's the other thing. 
that GM alone though deserves a. Uh, I would rather take Ben Simmons, horrible dressing ass, instead of James Harden's forty million dollar contract. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good, dude. Yeah. Although I think Harden would have done well in New York uh, with the Knicks. Yeah, with the Knicks because we suck. So. Well, not even that. You know, he, he's a go-to guy. We don't have a go-to guy. We've never. We haven't had one right. since Patrick Ewing. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Melo kind of. Oh, Melo, yeah. But, you know. But, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. Like, Melo was always kind of hit or miss. It is what it is. But he would be the go-to guy. You know, you need a basket. There's 15 seconds left on the clock. Could get hard on the ball. And he could do it. You know? He may not always hit it, but he could do it. Right now, all the guys we have on the team, like, get the ball, and they get, like, frantic. And they're like, oh, shit. And then just like, a brick. That's the fourth quarter Horrible to watch. It's, it's been the worst quarter for the Knicks for as for long as I can ever? remember. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Just, it's bad. Because the rest of the game, they play lights out. Hell, shit. How many times were they up by like 15, 20 points a season and then just absolutely just, collapse? They lose by mm-hmm. 20. Oh. I used to love watching the Knicks. I'd look at the Knicks injury report. Julius Randle out. Okay, bet the Knicks. Yeah. Because they're actually going to play offense. Yeah. This. And that was the other thing. Like, Tibbs is known for his defense. The Knicks last year, two, two years ago, were known for their defense. And that, I don't know what happened this year. It was not good. But it, it, everybody, you know, everybody in New York got their hopes up and got absolutely spit on. Yeah, we got to look at a lot of injuries. Nerlens Noel was hurt a lot. He was a big factor in the defense. I can't believe they're going to bring him. Yeah, he played terrible. Is Tosh I mean, Fossilas coming back too? I think so. <laughs> He plays. He's got good effort, but like, dude, he's old he plays hard. Dirt. The man does play. I hard. know, but he's old as dirt. I know. What's dude, there's too many bigs, and they put him in as minutes over a younger guy. Yeah, it's too many minutes. You know, the other thing is too though is Mitch Robinson has to stay healthy. He hasn't stayed healthy. He's held up in his league in the league. I know, but when he's in, he's effective, man. He is dominant. He's a goon. Bro, what's with what's with these big men? These these fives that it's either they're putting up thirty five points or they're putting up five points. I don't understand. But they have ten blocks, like that dude. Yeah, but where's your at, where's your middle of the road average five that can play up and down the floor? You Jonas, know, Jonas Valajunas, that's your guy. Yeah, dude, like him, Embiid, <laughs> uh, Jokic. Like they go out and they ball their asses out, you know. And then you have like Mitchell Robinson that if he hits ten points, like holy shit, like somebody else must really suck. Like the other five must be terrible. If I, I just don't get it. If this Look at Kevin Looney. He ain't yeah. shit in Golden State, man. Long he had his though, first 20-point we'll get... game since college a couple months ago. That's disgusting. That's the thing with Mitch Robinson, though. If they have an undersized center, he will have 20 points. He'll body him. He's too Dude, big. I, I want to know what his career high is right now as a Nick. I would say probably 20, 22. That's, that's not good. Today's game is all about the five. Look at these centers that are just dominating. I always, game. I always said, yeah, twenty-two points. I called it. Oh, cool. All right, you got a cookie. But I said, you if I could take any player in NBA history to come back and play for my team right now, it wouldn't be Jordan. It'd be Shaq. It'd be fucking Shaq Diesel, baby. Who? No, he's actually playing at Governor's Ball for anybody who wants to go. Just DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I literally say it goes. It says Diesel, and then for parentheses it says Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Diesel. Yeah, dude, Shaq. Oh my god, dude, watching highlights of Shaq is just crazy. 
Dude, he who did he dunk on? I think it was like Mark Madsen. He like really just put from him the Knicks. Yeah, he, yeah, he pushed him to the ground, embarrassed him. Yeah, but no one's awesome. stopping that guy. I remember Yao Ming. Yeah. Yao Ming would dominate the NBA today. Yeah. Shaq made him his little yeah. bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, even when Shaq started bouncing around from team to team at the end of his career, you know, Phoenix, Boston, Cleveland, dude, he was still electric. Yeah, he's the exactly. dude. Oh, he rocked the rim. Dude, could you imagine Shaq against Embiid right now? It'd be intense. Yeah, Shaq and Jokic? Embiid would fly. I think Shaq would own anybody. I don't think anybody can beat Shaq. But Me either. It'd be a hell of a matchup. Because you don't big. see this big guy anymore, you know? Like, your fives are, like, very, you know, athletic-looking. You know, they, they, they're they slim. And the fives don't really – they don't right. get underneath the hoop. They're at the elbow. Yeah. yeah. They're pulling off. mid-range. Dirk. Jumpers, yeah. Dirk changed the game. Yeah. It's not these big dudes you just pull, like, Hakeem Olajuwon, who's, like, a, a ballerina in the paint. Yeah. Dancing yeah. and just gets, gets it up. Because he also was a foot taller than everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Kareem. Put Kareem under the post. Yeah. Hook. Yeah, it's Shaq would be fun to watch. Dude, he'd have like he'd average thirty and imagine Shaq the garden on the Knicks. Oh my god. <laughs> Breaking rims. I'd pull him out of retirement for that. <laughs> Shaq, you have to play every other game. We're not gonna have you double up. We'll play every other game. Okay. Give you like fifteen minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Still making money. Yeah. He's making but, too much money. All right, let's let's get into some uh, some other stuff here because the other big New York. So we have one team that's doing great in the playoffs. They're looking phenomenal. One team that would probably trip over the sidewalk and just die. And then you have the two teams in New York and baseball, which I don't think anybody thought that we'd be holding on for this long. I think if we go back to a couple episodes, even John said, "Month Memorial Day hits, there goes yep. the Mets." And I want to throw out this stat real quick that I heard today that the Yankees have the fourth best start in MLB history. Wow. Yep. Behind the 2001, uh, was it 2001 Mariners, who had the most wins ever in a season, the 98 Yankees, and the 84 Tigers, and then us. And. Uh, <sighs> I'm so, I, again. We can go back to previous episodes, and I'm pretty sure we all said that the Yankees were going to finish like dead last. And then, oh yeah, and we wouldn't be surprised. I called for everyone's job. Yeah, I dude. Was like, job. what's going on right now? And the funny thing is, we still shit talk them every day, but they keep winning. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> the amazing. Is, the funniest part is too. I was, I loved, I loved Aaron Hicks' attitude about this season. It was like the fucking season, or like whatever he was saying. He sucks, and everyone else is playing phenomenal. Besides Joey mm-hmm. Gallo. Yeah, oh, it's Gross Boy, dude. Oh, Gross Boy's no. Gallo? No, Hicks. Don't be hitting Hicks. on Hicks. Hicks. <laughs> oh, I guess, Terrible. you know, for our, our big listeners that aren't here, we are missing Groff today. So that's unfortunate. But then we can talk baseball without having some biased uh, words. So that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Yanks but, are on fire, though. They really are. Dude, they're incredible right now. They got it's, the best ERA not, in baseball. Which yeah, I still dude, don't understand. And no, and no thanks to their bullpen. No, yeah, well, I was going to say, John, John, we talked about this last week with Groff, how we thought the only guaranteed thing on the Yankees this year was the bullpen. And yeah. somehow it's the uh-huh. worst part of the Yankees and everything else is fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Yep. Like the starting pitching, all this stuff, the bats. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's like every night 
you're just guaranteed to put money on Stanton or Judge to go yard because it's going to happen. Yep. It's, Seems like every other game for Judge. Yeah. Literally. It's crazy. Dude, yeah. He's, he's yeah. making the Yankees understand that they fucked up. And I, I, I still think they're going to they're gonna screw it up. I really do. I, yeah, do. I mean, we have a four-game lead over Houston in the AL. Yeah, but I think they're going to screw everything up with Judge. I, I have a feeling walk. Judge is going to walk. <clears throat> He'll end up going hometown, go to San Francisco. I think. You think so? Hmm. If he really wanted to stick it to the Yanks, he'd go to Boston. But I don't he see him going there. Really? Okay. I can't yeah. see him going to the Mets. Colin. I heard the Mets. I heard Colin. that. Colin. Yeah, heard Mets no, Mets wearing that too, though. But I just can't yeah. see him going there. Although he stays in New York, so that's the other plus for him. But I could see Yeah, he I just don't... walks down the block. Yeah. At the end of the at the end of the day, he's playing really well. Love him. Love him. Love him. But I'm not I don't want to throw ten years at him. Don't want to give him ten years unless you No, not now. No, he's too old. He's too big. He's 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 thirty. First of all, if you're gonna give him ten years now, he's not playing the outfield for the whole ten years. No, he's not. He's you're gonna he's gonna be an everyday first baseman at some point, probably within the next three to four years. That's a big ass first baseman. Yeah. Yes. Jesus well, you really you, well, you can't make him DH because you still got the Stanton contract. I know. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, once Judge comes out of the field, you have to assume the Stanton contract will either be unloaded somewhere or he'll be done. I think, he'll, gotta, I think he might end up just finishing it out. What do we have, five years left on Stanton's contract? Probably. I think about five years, isn't it? I think so. Probably halfway. Our number guru is not here. Um, yeah. I think it's probably about five years. So you got to imagine, Judge is going to be in, in the field for at least another five to eight years. But yeah, but if you want to save those knees, it is. You know, well, don't tell him to stay off it in the locker room. What do you want me to tell you? You know, <laughs> that's stay off his knees. But dude, look at the differential right now. The run differential: it, the Dodgers are first at plus one thirteen. The Yankees are at a plus one hundred two, which we didn't even know anybody could hit the ball in this lineup. And then the third is the Mets at plus seventy six. So we have a 20, 26 run. Differential from us to the Mets. That's crazy. Yeah, Again, and we have contract. 15 come from behind league, uh, wins so far this year. I saw yeah. Stanton's contracts through 2028. These are restricted free agent. 20, unrestricted. It's five years. Yeah. Six years. If you don't want to count the season, he's got five more years. I mean, it's it, but it, the contract was in the middle. It's like middle loaded. At the last two years, he's 25 mil a year. I think that's a steal. We're getting Donaldson yeah. twenty five million a year. As long as he's healthy, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's beyond the steal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. These, but within, uh, but within those three, if they did give Judge a ten year contract within three years, he's got to be playing first base. Stan can still be your everyday yeah. DH. Yeah, but he he cannot play. He cannot play the outfield for the next ten years. He cannot. No, it's he cannot. No. But again, I. I mean, I guess you're and then at that point, first, I'm not gonna. But... I don't want to pay him. I don't want to give him a ten year contract, three hundred plus million to be a DH. Shit. No yeah. Way. Yeah, you're not if wrong. That was, if that was the case, that would have been done years ago with Edgar Martinez, and that never happened. Never. Nobody wanted could to you, pay him as it was, except for Seattle. Could you? Could you imagine judges all their first base? It, it would just be oh, rotting right. there, dude. Could you imagine if you had to make a throw to third though? The ball would be there before you blink. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ! I don't know. I mean, listen, I I agree they're definitely going to screw this up somehow, but I do believe that he really wants to be a Yankee. 
So I think that they have that in their favor, but they've already screwed it up a little bit. So let's hope they don't just completely push themselves over the edge. It, but but it, Cashman usually muddies the water before he seals the deal. He muddied the water with Jeter. When Jeter wanted the money, yeah. he wanted a little too much. He goes, go go look somewhere else. See what you get. Nah. Listen, people die to become Yankees, you know? And if you're going to walk away because of money, it's a big mistake. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a business. And it's not a smart business decision to give you $35 million for 10 years. It's not. Nah. And not. And not only that, he's, he's also got one other thing on, on his side, too. He's the only one on the team. That has the shot to be the next captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just wrong. and I'm not and I'm not talking just the way he plays is fine, but the way he carries himself, he carries yeah. himself almost like Jeter. He's a Yankee, you know. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. You know that that's something in the in in his back pocket. That's a selling point. Yeah, it is. That's I mean, is it is it worth three hundred million? I don't know. Mm. Not a guy. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing, you know, do you give him some big guarantees up front and then your per year isn't as bad? That might make him happy, you know? So instead of a 35 a mil a year, you're maybe down to like 29, you know? Maybe if you give him – so what does he want? 10 years, 35, so you're looking at 350? 350. You give him maybe 150 up front. It's a lot of guaranteed money, but you already know what you have. You know, it's not like it's you know we're throwing darts at you know. And hoping yeah, I, don't it sticks. Know, I don't know how baseball works that way. That's why you need Groffy. He's the, the yeah. contracts champion. That's well, like that's like football. Like you're not going to go pay a quarterback, you know, 450 million, you know, 45 a year, or whatever the fuck it is. No, you give him a lot of money up front, a lot of incentive driven, and that's how they make their yearly money. And that's yeah, but what's his name? Ju- what's his name? Just got fifty million a year, didn't he? Or close oh. to it? Rogers. Yeah, but the, he, well, he he got all his was, money guaranteed. It was, was front loaded, so they paid out. They gave him a fat, you know, guaranteed check. But yeah. and and then they're paying him forty, I think, for the four years or some shit like that. Yeah, Which, it's it's a lot, you know. I mean, it's still a lot of money, yeah. but you know, when when you're talking in layman's terms, like for some, it's not a ten year contract. You know, you're not. You're not stuck for ten years. At least with Rogers, we're no. only stuck for I think actually technically only three, and the yeah. fourth is an option. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, I mean, does it make sense? No, nobody should be making forty million dollars a year when we have gas prices at five ninety nine. You know, like that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, but that's a different story. But you know, if Judge wants to get paid, then if it, I get like you're right, we don't have Groff here to tell us if it's possible or not. But if you can get that front loaded contract, I don't see why they can't make something work. It's baseball. Those contracts make me nervous because you could end up like the Reds, who's Ken Griffey Jr. is one of the highest paid players on the Reds right now. And I don't think he's picked up a stick well, in how many years. Isn't, isn't Bobby Vinia <laughs> still one of the highest paid Mets Bobby players? Vinia, baby. Bobby, I mean, Bobby come on. Day. That's coming up, isn't it? It's isn't coming July? July 1st. Yeah. July, baby. I love that day. Yep. That guy's a genius. He's yes, he is. Yes, he He still has six more years on contract, too. I think it's uh-huh. like 2029 20, to run still. I, I, as a matter of fact, I think uh, Saberhagen either has one or two more years left too, as well. I'm curious. Who does he play for? Who did he play for? The Mets. Oh, Brett really? Saberhagen. I didn't know that. He did the same thing, dude. That was the whole Ponzi scheme. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. That was the greatest. Those, those agents, and those guys made the perfect, perfect contract for those guys. Yeah, man. Perfect. Yeah, Ken Griffey oh. Jr. is making three point six million this year. Mm-hmm. 2024. 
yeah. and that's not for working for ESPN either. No, no. no. Who? Yeah. Listen, I see. I seen the article again today. They, they that he said that if the New York Yankees were the only team to pursue him, he would have never played baseball. Really? And that's because George Steinbrenner treated him like a piece of shit huh. when his dad played for the Yankees. Because, really? yeah, Steinbrenner wanted no kids in the clubhouse. And he would always be yelling if there were kids in the clubhouse. And Griffey always, Junior always remembered that. Because he always said, I would never play for the New York Yankees, ever. Interesting. Yeah. Well, how unfortunate for us. But I guess it still worked out, right? We won a couple of rings. 27 yep. of them, but whatever. I mean, to switch away from the Yankees, John, you were very, very far from right. And the Mets are still <laughs> kicking, man. They're you know, floating. I still can't believe it, especially with Scherzer gone. I was going to say, and without that two pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I still don't get it. I don't. Nice. And the only thing I could say is Showalter. Yeah. That's the only. I mean, yeah, listen, Which guys can have this. a phenomenal season, yeah. but when it comes to actually having a coach who can coach baseball, it's got to be Showalter. It has yeah. to be. Dude, he's a, he's a player's coach, man. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah. He was everywhere he went. Even when Baltimore yeah. fucking sucked, he was still a great it, coach. When you look at, even when he, from the Yankees, through the rest of his career, if you look at every team he coached, the minute that he left that team that he built with the GM, yeah. that team won the World Series, yeah. made it to the playoffs, or made it to the World Series, whatever it might be. Yeah. Every single team he was with. Yep. They're sick. He's a great coach. Yeah. And, I mean, I hate to say that the Mets are still doing good because, obviously, as Yankee fans, we want nothing more than to see the Mets fail. But listen, listen this, mean, this is the first time that I can recall that I've been wrong. And I've and I've <laughs> say every year, every Memorial Day, they're mathematically eliminated. Yeah. This is the first time that I cannot say that. And they're yeah. down there two starting aces, which yeah. I don't understand. And especially now that you know Scherzer, you know, got bit by a dog. Yeah, well, we, we, we know too much about that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, it's it's sad to see the Mets doing so well, but as long as we can say the Yankees are doing better, that's all that matters. Exactly. But although I mean Subway series is gonna be coming upon us. That's gonna that's New York is gonna be hopping for that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Like we said, it's when New York sports is doing good, it's good for the sports because it's fun to watch. And if everything plays out the way that it's been playing out for the first two months, and it goes into the playoffs, and you know who knows with the World Series. I mean, maybe it could be another Subway Subway Series World Series. That would know? be really cool. That'd that awesome. was that was beyond electric the first time around, and I mean, I loved it. It was great. My son was actually born during the series. Ha <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Game four. I was in the hospital. They lost that game, the Yanks, but uh, thank God, because then I was able to watch Game five at home the next day, and they won. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just crazy. New York was crazy at that yeah. time. Crazy. I wish we could do that in other sports. The only other sport that could happen in is football. Yes, it can't happen in hockey. It can't happen it's, in basketball. It's it's not gonna happen. It's not no. not gonna happen in football. But it be. Uh, but you're right though. How awesome is that to see that? You know, it's like everywhere you sports. went in the city, and I was still working in the city at that time. It was just everything was just electric. Yeah. Everything was electric. Everybody yeah. was just happy. 
And it, it didn't really matter. I mean, yes, you had your diehard Yankee fans, your diehard Met fans, but everybody just watched baseball that, that year. Yeah. Yeah. It was to. phenomenal. Had yeah. To. yeah I and mean, then only that was the first time it ever happened, too. Yeah. With the, well, with the Mets and the Yanks. If, right. if it does happen again, then Joe Girardi can watch it from home. He won't be worried. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they canned him already. In the middle of the season, too. Yeah. I'm not even halfway yet. Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't even get to the All-Star break. No. I'm very surprised. But didn't they – they used to have Kapler, right? He went over to San Fran, and they're playing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was definitely something going on in that locker room that would that no somebody wasn't getting along with somebody because there's no way you're just gonna can Girardi like that. He rubs people the wrong way. Yeah, he does. Well, He's very well. He and he also brought in a lot of ex Yankees too. Yeah, I mean look look who's running the team. It's Robbie Thompson now. Yep. Yeah. Eh, well, I mean, listen. I guess they can't do any worse because Philly's really not doing all too hot. So no, I, mean, I guess they could do worse, but that would just be bad. Well, it, it it's the right time. I again, I know Groff's not here. I'm gonna say it's the right time to do it, especially when your star player isn't playing every day, True. or isn't in the outfield now, every day. True. So maybe that, that's the time to do it. Another thing that really does help with this with this division and these teams is the the NLE sucks. Mm-hmm. Not everybody expected it to be the complete opposite. Everybody thought it was gonna be the most you know um, competitive division and. For the most part, the Mets will run away with it, and there ain't nobody that's, you know, in the rearview mirror. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, I mean, maybe Philly can turn around, have a great second half, maybe push the Mets a little bit. Maybe the Mets come back down to earth, you know. Maybe 4th of July, maybe, John, maybe that's the new holiday. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll have to start transitioning to that. But, yeah, I mean, no, it's... Again, it's, it, all, it all still depends on, with the Mets, it all still depends on DeGrom and uh, Scherzer. I think, I still feel. It's I mean... They- if they come back healthy, how are you beating them in a series with those two guys? One, two. Oh, like we said, the start. Gonna, they haven't had them. They're still winning. I know. Yeah, but I, I when what's when Degrom comes back, I think they're still going to be cautious with him because <clears throat> they're either going to have to sign him or he's going to have to play his ass off to get signed by another team. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, but that could again, go either way. Regardless, with him. even if they monitor him and they have him on an inning count or pitch count, whatever the case may be, the guy is still. If he I can mean, give you five innings, it's a one A and one B between him and Garam in the league, and they're on yes, the same literally. pitching rotation. You know what I mean? And the fact, like again, even if you can get five innings out of him, you know it's going to be all star caliber pitching. But then at that point, even if it's five innings, you got to make sure you don't burn the bullpen out either. That's gonna be that's gonna be the backside of the game. Well, then that's what I think. You end up having to go to a guy who can get two or three innings. You know, maybe get like a six man in the rotation, and you know, a starter reliever, and yeah. have him for the days. Uh, you know, relieve some days, but then have him going. You're gonna have to have him pitch two or three innings. You know, but and then coming down to the trade deadline, they're, they're looking for a catcher, just like the Yankees are. Yeah, yeah. the Yankees. Listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, yeah, Trevino's he's batting way at way above average for a catcher. Yeah, he's doing all right. Let it ride. Let it ride. Listen, he's not the one with the with the you know the target on his back. You exactly. know, so he's let him happen. He's playing above yep. average. That's all I care about. He, he's staying out of the highlight, which is a good thing. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not choke. Not choking up when the bases are loaded. Yeah, Joey Gallo yeah. swinging for the fences. Yeah, unreal. Bases loaded, one out. Make contact. Make That's contact. all you need. 
Bought down the third base line. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, we're getting we're getting deep in the hour here. So, and I know uh, you were very hyped on a specific somebody in a sport that we don't really talk much about. But it's the guy's electric. The guy's phenomenal. And uh, I don't know. And if you want to throw a little stat there about yeah. Sir Nadal. Yeah, I was always I was always a Federer guy growing up. Always loved Federer, but then you start watching the doll, the dude just wants to play. Dude, it's like he owns the French Open. Yeah, and the French Open is owns it. He he won it fourteenth time. Fourteen times. And no one is I don't even think he breaks sweat anymore. No. Just put him on clay. How many majors does he have now? That's a good question. I think he's he's up there. Dude, he's He's gotta be up there. It's got to be over like thirty majors. Yeah, there he is, twenty-two. Ah, Grand Slam. That was low balling. I mean, he's got the most ever. Because what do you got? The U.S. Open, the French Open, Wimbledon, Wimbledon, and the Australian. I was was gonna say the Australian. That's the fourth. That's on clay too. You know, Wimbledon's on grass, and the U.S. Open's Mm -hmm. on turf. Yeah, it's just to win it 14 times is disgusting. Yeah. Well, you're, so normally I have the question, but Ant has the question today. Yeah, my question is, is there anyone more dominant at a certain place? Like for a, example, specific, yeah, a specific, yes, like, like venue. Say like, I can't even think, like Lewis Hamilton at a certain race or like yeah. – <laughs> Dale Earnhardt at a certain Talladega or some shit. Like, how good All Nadal right. is. At John, let's what do you got, John? You so, very, so, uh... so, Ant, no, Ant threw this out earlier, so I had to Google a little something because he, he started asking about – you need research. And, I couldn't just – and, and you just threw it out. You threw out Earnhardt because you were saying NASCAR, F1, whatever it might be. And I was like, you know, I think Earnhardt was dominant, and I couldn't remember which track, so I had to Google it. He won 10 Talladegas. Wow. Now – the closest one to him in winning 10 Talladegas is his son, who won six. Wow. So, right there, the Earnhardt the family. family. Yeah. The Earnhardt family had 16 wins in Talladega. <clears throat> and if I'm not mistaken, I think Rich, uh, Richard Petty had, I think, and I could be dead wrong, but I think he had the most in uh, Daytona. And not necessarily Daytona 500s, but Daytona the track. Um. But, yeah, I had to Google that because I'm like, I know there's something out there that's comparable. And to be that dominant in a sport, and whether it's racing, tennis, it doesn't matter. It's just – it's phenomenal. Yeah, to just be that dominant. It's like Michael – Yeah. Michael yeah. Phelps is dominates Michael, certain – There you go. Event. Right there. Michael, you just said it. Michael but Phelps but Michael in the Phelps Olympics. Over the cor- He's over the course of different, like, I don't know, breaststroke. I don't know what kind of swimming – Things are oh, all different matter, races. Though. But even if you look pool, at it, put Phelps even, in a pool. You put him in. As a matter of well, fact, him and the, him and Lindsey Vaughn just got voted into the uh, Hall of Fame for uh, for their Olympic feats. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's like you put on Usain Bolt, you race Usain Bolt, you're gonna lose. <laughs> oh my god! I got he it. was just. I got it. I just. <laughs> I was going down Google. Fuck Nadal. Doesn't even come close. Joey Chestnut, hands oh, down, yeah. greatest yeah. athlete at a given venue. Okay, he owns Coney Island. You put okay? Joey Chestnut at Coney Island with some ballpark pranks. Oh, <laughs> man. Amazing. Amazing. The doll can't touch that. 
No. Joey Chestnut is <laughs> song. Still don't uh, understand how he does it. Dude, I don't know. But, I mean, I know we didn't really get to talk much into the golf, but, like, you, you could say Tiger at certain certain events. He was just lights out. Lights out. You know, when when you was playing in that and you were like, oh, shit, now we got to chase him. You know, like, you, it was already dude, kind it doesn't of a even, given even, thing. Even if he was just going into Sunday and you <laughs> saw him in that red shirt. Yeah. There's a chance that he's yeah. winning. Yeah. Now, Nadal at the French Open, though, is definitely, you know, I mean, you could say the same thing for Federer at Wimbledon, but not, I mean, not to that same extent, but Federer at Wimbledon is another one that's, you know, he owns it. He owns Wimbledon. I forget how many he, he has a lot. I think he's in double digits too, also at Wimbledon, um, Federer. But, you know, it's, I just, I don't know. We talked about this a couple weeks ago about how, you know, can there be people like that, like another Tiger or mm-hmm. a, another Serena Williams or another Nadal? I don't think we're ever going to see somebody win 14 French Opens. Like, that's crazy. No. That's crazy. And his, also- I, I just saw his overall record at at the French Open. It's it's drastically far like from the next. It's like 90-something and two at the French Open. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> You could you could even say Floyd, Floyd Mayweather in Vegas. Dominant. Yeah. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather has the top ten highest gates at a at a fight in Vegas. He has top ten is every single one. I go, you know, I'm sorry, he has six of the top ten. But he's never That's lost. That's still crazy. Yeah, he's won, I think, twenty six title fights. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Just uh, no, I don't man. Know. I, I don't watch tennis much. I, I really don't. I'm I do a, a little fan, bit. But, yeah. I, try, I had it on yesterday. Dude, his shot is crazy. Crazy. Dude, they hit the ball over 100 miles per hour. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. I think, what's the Andy Roddick used to have a crazy serve? Yeah. Dude, I haven't seen him play in a while. Is he, did he retire? Nah, he's he, done. He married that chick from Just Go With It. He's very happy. Oh, um, uh, Brooklyn Decker. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Well, I'd retire too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, listen, that that's a that's definitely a feat. And like you even said, even the Aaron Hearts at Talladega, like that's not that's not an easy task. No, you no, know, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, we have a couple more minutes. We didn't really touch on the new Liv Golf League. But there was one thing I wanted to do say about it that was really cool. I mean, I don't know. Have you guys heard about the shit that's going on with this? That yeah. the PGA Tour aren't going to allow the players to go and play. They can't have dual cards. I was, but you know what? I was well, reading that, like, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. The, the thing that I find to be quite stupid is the PGA Tour has their tail between the legs right now because There's no almost the entire tour that's not American plays on other tours throughout the year. Rory used to have a European uh, card that he used to have to maintain. All these guys play in Europe. They play in Asia, you know, Africa. They play in all these other places. And the PGA says, yeah, sure, no problem. As long as you, you know, you keep your stance, you know, your your, your card valid with the PGA Tour. Yeah, no problem. PGA to Canada. They have all these other leagues that these guys go play in. But because the LIV is threatening to take the big names long term, now they're like, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't go. Yeah, I think that's their. I think it's because it's a direct competitor. They want yeah. those guys, dude. It's the best thing for golf. It's I gonna be prime time golf. I know, and uh, it, 
they were saying that it's a case by case basis. Like, for example, they paid Dustin Johnson all this money, but now he's exempt from the U.S. Open. But they paid yep. him a shit ton of money, so I don't blame him. But let's say you go and play, you come back. I think it's not a big deal. But if you come back and you try to tell players, like, yo, like that was sick, I made a lot of money, and then you try to recruit, that's when they'll try to permanently ban you from yeah. the PGA. Well, they just they just banned Kevin Na. They're like, yeah. you can't play here. And he said he hopes that one day that they change their minds and he's allowed to come back to the PGA Tour. There's yeah, some Sergio big names Garcia. that are going. Sergio Garcia. There's some big going. names. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Phil, Phil Mickelson's gonna go. Yeah. Which I don't he's know. He's a brave man. Yeah, I mean, you obviously saw in the recent weeks of the 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 punches being thrown between him and the PGA Tour and all this other stuff. Yeah. But I mean, listen, you know, Greg Norman is a, it was a phenomenal golfer and he wasn't just some Joe Schmo blow, you know, guy who decides, Oh, I'm going to try to start. Greg Norman was one of the more iconic golfers in history of, of golf. And mm-hmm. all he's trying to do is grow the game. And then like uh, golf was one of the most, you know, played sports in the world. You know, it's up there, maybe not so much in the U S but in other parts of the world, it's a very, very prominent sport. And the fact that he's just trying to grow the game more, and PGA is like, nope, that's what all these, that's can't what do these that. organizations do, though. They they see their pockets getting a little lighter, a little competition, yeah. and they have a fit. Like, look at the NCAA. Yeah. Corrupt. Yeah. Corrupt. Yeah. You want players to come out of high school? Oh, you can't yeah, do no. that. Can't you do have that. to go to college. <laughs> I have to sell their name and not give them a dollar. Yeah. Facts. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens with this because I I, I mean let's obviously I love watching golf, so it'll be fun to watch two. two is things. there like a course? They have like a picture of the. I'm curious. Is there grass? No, they're gonna move. Just, they're they're just, gonna play. They're gonna bounce around just like the PGA Tour does. Say, is it they're all gonna bunkers? play all over. Just well, Saudi Arabia, all bunkers. <laughs> they're just in the middle of the desert. There's a flag out in the open. Um, <laughs> it's it's everybody looks at it as like a Saudi Arabia league. It's backed by Saudi Arabians, like a big firm that's in Saudi Arabia. It's that's what's that's what's backing this this new league, and they made Greg Norman the um, CEO. Basically, yeah. They tried and, to do that. I think they tried to recruit Jack Nichols, or Nichols, or someone like yeah. that. He said no, Jack Nicholas, and he said no. I helped build the PGA. I'm not going to just give yeah, that he's up. Like, no, me. I can't do that. But you know, I mean, it's it's. At first, I thought it was going to be something that was going to – first, I thought they were going to bring over a lot of people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of big names. And then it turned into everybody was scared because the PGA was going to revoke their cards. So then it turned into, all right, well, now it doesn't seem like this league is really going to happen because you can't do shit with no big names. But now, you know, there's some some interesting guys that are going. Like we said, Kevin Nasser, Jerry Garcia, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, you know. And it's a lot of guys, so it's an ugly look because DJ just won, and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna ex- make him exempt yeah. because he wants to play somewhere else. Yeah, it, it's again. I, I think once it gets started and once they realize that people aren't trying to run for the hills, I think the PGA will, you know, reel back a little bit. But we'll see. You know, who knows? I think it'll be how, fun. How long before John Daly's there? Twenty. <laughs> Dude, John Daly can do whatever the hell he wants, and ain't nobody gonna wow. tell him no. <laughs> Dude, this is a goat. This is a fucking goat, man. But all right, I think that about does it for this week. Unless there's anything else you guys want to touch on, but I think we hit on the, the, the tonight without Sir Rafi. Everything's been touched. 
Just to throw in something real fast before we leave that Aaron Donald just got a new contract. Oh, did he? Good. So he's did not he? retiring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And congratulations, Devin Haney, undisputed lightweight champion. Doesn't happen a lot <laughs> in boxing. So I'm happy for him. He's been the highest non quarterback in the NFL history, highest paid player. Where'd you see that on Twitter? Yeah, bro. You only got rap on, on alert, dude? dude no. I'm getting blown up with fucking alerts by Rappaport. Come on, yeah. dude. What are you doing? Him and Shefty. They know it all. All right. We'll do this again next week, hopefully. Maybe we'll get Groff back. We'll hear a bitch complain about baseball. <laughs> all right, boys. Later. All right. Later, man.